0: Hi everybody, welcome back to Goodness Speaks. I'm Rochelle Fletcher and I'm so thankful that you're here with us today. The Lord is so good and this show is all about the goodness of God being spoken into the earth and into the world around you and you understanding that you are the one that can speak His goodness when you know your identity in Him. And I'm so thankful just to be able to be with you today. This is going to be an incredible show. I know the holidays are coming up. I hope that you're all getting your your shopping done and your plans done to gather around the table with your families. I know it's been a different type of year for many of you. But, you know, one thing that doesn't change is that the gift, the perfect gift of Jesus never changes. And he is the best gift of all. And uh, next week, we'll be talking more about that. But today, I just want to be sure and connect with us at thegoodnessproject.com so that you can continue to partner with us and see God's goodness showing all around the world. We have locations in Israel, Nashville, Dallas, Fort Worth, Buffalo, and God is just bringing so many other people around the world, so many churches and nonprofit organizations together to show His goodness so that his goodness can have a voice in the earth and that lives can be transformed forever for eternity would you type in where you're watching from today we're so thankful that you're here and you know it is the holidays so because of the holidays we've got some shows that will be a little more pre-recorded so a couple of weeks you'll see us uh, in the same clothes but we are still here right here at the same time every week on life network for women and uh, we are so thankful to be with you today. And I know the Lord's presence is here. I can always already sense it. And I cannot wait to share with you uh, what the Lord's laid on my heart today. So, um, you know, God's goodness is running after us. Be sure and type in where you're watching from. And if the Lord's ministered to you in another way, be sure and just share that because so many people need encouragement. And we want you to know that God's goodness never changes. It's everlasting. So the last few weeks, I've been praying about what the Lord wanted for today. I felt like today was significant, and the story that the Lord kept leading me to over and over again, revelation after revelation, was the story of David and Goliath. And I have a treat for you. For the next few weeks, I've got a friend here. She's going to be with me every week, and um, she's been on Goodness Speaks before. Some of you may recognize her. And so we're going to talk about this story together for several weeks, and we want you to stay tuned each week and share this. Be sure and share it right now wherever you're watching from so that many people can be encouraged and know God's goodness. There's a lot of giants in our land. There's many giants in our land right now, and so many people don't know how to slay the giant or don't know how to deal with the giant. Maybe the giant looks too big. Maybe fear is entrapping you and you're feeling overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. It just seems too big, whatever it is that you're facing, whether it's what's going on in our government and you're stressed out from watching the news or whether it's a family issue or finances or relational things, man, it's just so, so many things with so many different people. Stress. There's always stress. There's always something going on externally. But today, I want us to focus in internally to see what God's saying to our hearts. And He's always, every circumstance that we go through, He's always about our heart. So whatever's going on externally, we can focus in and realize that whatever He wants to show us, it's so that we can overcome. And I just began to think about this story of David and Goliath, and that's exactly what he did with David. There was a lot of external things going on in the land of Israel. And so we're going to unpack the story a little bit, but I want to unpack it with my friend. So welcome back to Goodness Speaks, my very good friend, Dina Morgan. Dina, good to have you back. It's good to be <laughs> back. I always enjoy being with you. Oh, I love it. And I, this is, I haven't really got to see her for the last few weeks. So I'm like, yay, I get to see my friends <laughs> this <is> before Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know, So I know. So glad. So for those of that haven't met you before, maybe don't know who you are, mm-hmm. tell them who you are and what your passion is. And then we're going to get into some amazing conversation about this story in the Bible.
1: Well, I'm Dan Morgan, as she already said. But I am passionate about seeing people awaken, uh, awaken to places that emotionally they may be hurting and, and triggers that happen in their world and how God wants to help us operate and move through those triggers. Um, but also, there's a lot of things going on in our world on a global scale. And I feel like it's a time and a season for us as a body of Christ, as individuals to awaken and to, to see things that God wants us to see uh, that have been hidden from us yeah. um, and to navigate and how to navigate those waters as we move forward. Because there's a lot of things happening in our country right now, but also in other countries and a lot of other people that are tuning in as we saw the last time when we mm-hmm. were speaking together. And you're on every week doing a live, but there are things happening across the world, globally, and I think that as a a global nation of people, we are all waking up to things that we need to awaken to.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. She said a lot there in a little bit of time. I want you to catch some of the things she said. One of the things she said is there's some awakening going on. There's some truths that need to be told, Right. right? And I think about you, and the and how you, the nature of what you're doing in this time is so much like the nature of Christ, Dina, because I think if Jesus were here, he'd probably be banned from Facebook. <laughs> right. I was banned from Facebook. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, think was he would be <laughs> I was
1: banned from Facebook. I was yeah. banned from Facebook. I was banned from Facebook. I was banned from Instagram, and uh, I had I even had restarting uh, accounts uh, on those, and those were also banned. I think that when you're over the truth, the enemy does yeah. not want you to speak and he doesn't want others to hear you speak right. because they'll catch a hold of truth. But you know what's so funny about that is every time he tries to shut uh, the story of Jesus down like we've seen in history, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it lights a fire underneath that, that layer of truth and it ignites yeah. and it and, it ignites and it bursts it forward. Um, yeah, so the there's, a,
0: there's something that, d- that it yes. does to you when they try to take your voice away. <laughs> Absolutely. But you yeah. remind me of Jesus, so I'm just saying there's something so here. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> In the, she does <laughs> like to wake people up. I do want to make sure if you haven't gotten her book, she mentioned another thing that's really important, and that is there's triggers. There's so many more triggers. What? For people right now, everyone around the The, room, all the people that I talk to, the women, the family members that I talk to, there's more triggers than ever right right now because of what's going on on our land. So real quick, be sure and tell people right now how they can get that book and connect with you. Sure, dinamorgan.com,
1: you can go, dinamorgan.com, you can go there and find out more about my book and other things that I've written and been a part of. So
0: Yeah, get her book. It really helps with triggers and, and making sure you have emotional intelligence. So I wanted to tell you right up front because... I don't want to forget. <laughs> and it's such a great tool for right. you to have in your hands. And
1: you're not going to find me on some of the social and media. And she's, so. been,
0: she's been banned. We're working on that. Office, but that's okay. I'm just that's saying, a, she speaks truth. That's a joke. So I want you to tune in. Lean in today to this woman because she's got some knowledge and some revelation. And But we all, all of us, I love that scripture, Dina. I think it's one of your favorite scriptures, yeah. too, that it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings. To find it. To find it like treasures laid out everywhere yeah (laughs) Yeah. so let's talk a little bit about David well I mean we'd like to talk about a lot of stuff but we really want to talk about this story and and we want you know there's a lot of giants in our land so, Dina, just let's what, tell us what you see with this story with David. I know what I love about David. I love that he was a worshiper and a warrior, and but. there's so much to learn from David. I mean, he went through so much in his life, all the things we could list, all of that out that he went through before he became king. But tell me what you love about the story of David and, and how it relates to David and Goliath. And we have this beautiful statue
1: right. behind us. Like, that I don't, and, and it rolls, rolls, too. It really <laughs> makes me happy. I like turning it and seeing all these different aspects of what uh, David might have seen when he was right. dealing with Goliath. Wouldn't I like to do that uh, to many things? I'd like Many to turn things. If we could just see the whole perspective, mm-hmm. that's a good point right um, there. But only the Lord, I think, can show us the whole perspective. Yep. Every time we open up the Word, it feels like there's these nuggets that the Lord shows us that you're thinking, "Now I didn't see that before. Yeah. And this past week, going into uh, some uh, some pre discussions of things that were coming up for her and I it mm-hmm. was interesting how the lord was showing both of us things about david apart from one another and then we yeah. came together and I'm like hey this is what god is showing me about david and she's like oh my gosh he's showing me these <laughs> That's things like too things. and um, and so one morning mm-hmm. last week i really needed uh, a really i really needed the lord uh, encouragement from him because there were so many external things that were pulling at me and I reached over and grabbed my Bible and sitting on top of my Bible was this stone literally sitting on top of my Bible and I thought well we'll just go there today which is mm. the story of David and a friend of mine had brought this back to me from Israel a stone from the valley where David killed Goliath and as I opened up the story I held the stone in my hand and I was transferred all the way to that that space mm. and time in that moment which was huge in the history of David's life. But for David to face something that he didn't know that he would face the day that he took food to his brothers, only because his father had asked him. You mm. know, David was just a simple shepherd, but mm-hmm. simple is, is irrelevant in the story. Uh, the shepherd, the, the word shepherd, is actually a lot broader and a yep. lot deeper um, and, and has a lot more skill sets to it than, than just a word but when I look at who who David was coming into the scene of bringing food to his brothers I see a man who has learned many many different skills um, that would cause him to come into the camp the day that he saw what his brothers were up against and to see this giant taunting the Israelite army and to find himself with a moment of thought going, this is not that big of a deal. Why is, why are, why is this mm-hmm. army having such mm-hmm. a hard time with this giant that's taunting them? But let me back up and yeah. just set, set the stage a little bit. So you have the Israelite army and the Philistine army, and they're they are coming up head to head with one another. And that's the right. Philistine has sent out their, their giant, Goliath. Yeah. And he had many brothers, but this is the giant that they sent out to taunt the Israelites. And so for 40 days and 40 nights, the giant Goliath came out in the morning and at night to taunt the Philistine, the the Israelite army. Now what I find so intriguing about this is that it's one man and he's saying, listen, just send out one guy. I don't need to battle all of you, just send out one guy. And if he defeats me, then we will serve you. But if you defeat me, did I say that backwards? No. Then then
0: we will serve you and, and vice versa. Yeah, that's what they did back then. They would sit, the, the armies, the way that they would fight, that's the way they used to fight was they would they would send one from each one to try to keep it from all of them fighting, right? Right. So that's kind of what they did. You send one and you send one. It's kind of like a dance-off.
1: Yeah, yeah. A little bit. A little bit.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> the same. Okay.
1: Sorry, just <laughs> scratch that. Okay, so anyway, so here's this moment where you see you've got two, two armies up against one another, and David enters the scene, brings food to his brothers, mm-hmm. and he sees this giant down in the valley. Now, I just want to pause for a moment, because mm-hmm. you actually traveled to Israel. I did. Well, many times you've many traveled times, to Israel with yeah. Goodness Project being there, which is amazing. Oh, but is amazing. the specific time that you actually stood on that mountain, can you... Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about what that was like? Because I haven't yeah. been to Israel, and maybe a lot of you have, but I, I haven't been.
0: Absolutely, uh, we were blessed to be able to go to Israel with the work of the Goodness Project, and someone took us to that, that mountain, mm-hmm. and we were with an archeologist, and that's a hard word to say, when I mean, yes, you do are yes. trying together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's standing on that mountain, and he began to just, he was telling us all about the history, and here's where David's families were, and all that was going on, and he pointed and said over there, We saw the valley Mm -hmm. and then we saw the the mountain, Mm -hmm. right, because it was in the valley that the giant came and said that's where the Philistine army was. And when he pointed like that, it was like something Mm -hmm. went off in my body. It was Mm -hmm. so powerful to know, wow, they could see them. They could literally, so no wonder they were taunted for 40 days and 40 nights, Mm -hmm. 40 days, 40 nights. Not the flood. <laughs> <laughs> Which story are we on? Morning and night. It was forty days. <laughs> forty days and forty, days. And 40 um, nights. So. But yeah, just to think about the taunting of that right. and the intimidation and right. the fear. I think about how that's relating to what we're going Absolutely. on right now. You know, the, the forty days is pretty significant. Absolutely. So yeah, I could see that valley. And and honestly, it it you know when you read the Bible, it's really hard to picture where everything is. But it was closer than right. I thought it was. I was like, right. oh my word, they were literally. It looked. I would thought thought it was so much further away, but then I began to think, well, maybe the giants are actually, maybe they're intimidating, but they're not as big as we think they really are.
1: Well, and and for me, when I think about you
0: standing on that hill looking down the valley, yeah, we were up higher, and they were, yeah, looking down. So I'm like, well, he would have kind of looked small, right, where we were standing, and yet they were still afraid of him. Yeah,
1: but it is kind of a little bit intimidating if you think about it to have to go and stand up against someone like Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah, and, and you like especially
1: you I'm taller than you. Yeah, you're tiny like you'd be like, oh, well, hey, thank you, you for doing? saying I'm
0: tiny. She is my best friend. And just she, saying right she's <laughs>
1: and but
0: yeah, yeah that, because that I mean
1: it'll be intimidating. Um, oh, I'm, I think I'm, not I'm not trying think to is.
0: belittle. I'm not trying to belittle the that because, of that, but yeah, because David was a shepherd boy. I mean, he was young mm-hmm. and here's this six foot nine giant. That could be a little scary, but he wasn't afraid. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't afraid, but the Israelite, are Israelites. Saul was afraid. And
1: so, you know, when I think about when I picked up the stone, I do want to say this. When I picked up the stone and the word that one one morning, um, where we are in America, we're going through this whole issue with Mm -hmm. this voting fraud going on. And at the point in time when I picked up the word, we were 35 days into uh, the election still not being called. Mm -hmm. And we're still, today, the election hasn't been called. But 35 days in, and it made me connect to 35 days five days left before David enters the scene on the 40th day and kills mm. the giant, mm-hmm. but that's a lot. There was a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the, the the Israelite army were dealing with that taunting and no one was willing to stand up against this giant is pretty telling to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, I mean nobody,
0: not one person in the army wanted to stand up to that giant. Not mm-hmm.
1: one. No. So. David enters the scene and he sees this giant. and He's thinking, "I've killed a bear. I've killed a mm-hmm. lion with a stone. So why am, I've wrestled them? Um, why would I be afraid of this giant?" And yeah. it's a it's a beautiful moment for him to kind of tout that and and very clearly have a lot of, um, of a pride in himself. It wasn't like a haughty pride. It was yeah. like a, a confidence and a knowing it of who a he was and a to be able to oh, say, yeah. "I got yeah. this." We should. Why are we this, we have a covenant with God. He doesn't have a covenant with God. Why are we afraid of him? Mm -hmm. And so, of course, he's brought before Saul. He -hmm. presents that to Saul. And everyone, I'm sure, is looking at him like, you're just some shepherd boy, right? Mm -hmm. And when he finally convinces Saul that he can go and kill the the giant, Saul says, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll put you uh, you in armor. We'll put you in armor. (laughs) Now, this is a moment to recognize because what the Israelites are recognizing every day when they see this giant Goliath, he is wearing armor. Mm -hmm. And the armor that he's wearing from his head all the way down to his feet is bronze armor, bronze helmet, bronze, you know, guards on his legs and shield and breastplate, everything is in bronze. But the moment that Saul decides to put armor on David, David. Mm -hmm. it is also bronze. So Goliath, who is big as he is, can handle the weight of, of yeah. this bronze armor, but David, being as small as he is, can't weather it. I mean, right. it's, it's too much. It's like putting on someone else's identity. Right. But what I also find mm. is intriguing mm. is when I did some research on bronze, I wanted to understand what is bronze in Scripture? right? So what is it about bronze Mm. in scripture? Because it shows up. It shows up in a lot of different places. It shows up in the temple and the whole schematics of how everything was laid out in the temple. Everything inside the temple was made of gold, but everything outside the temple, everything outside the temple was made of bronze. Wow,
0: that's a good point. So, I
1: mean, you know, if God has like a layout of these things, there's a reason why there's a layout for these things. And in scripture, bronze means judgment. Mm. right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. here's the Philistines standing with their giant and he's covered in armor which represents yeah. judgment and he's coming to judge the, the Israelites and Saul wants to put on armor that is also a representation of judgment but the the, the symbolism here is judgment God's judgment isn't going to come in and judge that's right judgment of man the judgment of man and so David realizes, I'm going through several parts of this, but I know the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Yeah. But there's pieces here where David realizes this isn't me. Mm-hmm. I've got to be me. Mm-hmm. And I know who God is. Right. And I know who I am. And I know the abilities that I have. And I'm not afraid. I don't need all this. Yeah. But the beauty of that being taken off is, is symbolic because when David is going to face
0: yeah.
1: Goliath, yeah. it's God that's going to take Goliath down not even David, even though David is showing up. And I'll show you that here in just a minute. Yeah,
0: Do you no, that good. no, that was good. No, that was, I'm just like, whoa, she's got so many good points. You see why I have her on the show. <laughs> yeah, I just think about the fact of how intimidating it must have been, you know, because uh, the giant says, am I a dog that you would come at me with sticks, you know, and he's yelling out that, I mean, I'm trying to position myself in that place. But David knew how he was supposed to fight. Mm-hmm right Mm -hmm. he had a stick Mm -hmm. he knew that his fight he had taken out the lions he had taken out the wild animals and the the wolves i think about the wolves that he had taken out he knew that he wasn't going to fight the same way Mm -hmm. that the philistines were going to fight
1: okay so let's just pause for a moment because this is what's coming to my mind is that you know how many times do we face something and we get so overwhelmed by what we're facing and fear rises up we're human i mean like i don't want to So much fear rises up. You know, David's not superhuman. No. I mean, he had issues. Now, this one, he really felt that he could conquer it because he had done that enough with God. But how many times are we faced with something that seems so overwhelming um, that it could easily
0: take us out? That's a very real... um, Yeah. Absolutely. I was talking to my daughter about that this week, you know, because there's there's always fear. There's always situations and circumstances that we come up that we're going to be tested. Our faith is going to be tested. Are we going to be afraid? or are we going to position ourselves like David Mm -hmm. to say okay I know what God gave me I know the weapons he gave me to fight with I know how he has taught me and I know he's been faithful Mm -hmm. when I was out in the in the fields Mm -hmm. and I had all these wild animals coming at me and now he's the only one that will stand up Mm -hmm. he's the only one out of all those men that will stand up and fight
1: so this is what I was going to say is when we know that we're facing a giant how many times do we remind ourselves that that giant doesn't have a covenant with God? We do. Mm. And so often we'll submit to the fear of that giant. Instead of reminding, Instead of ourselves, reminding of ourselves that that giant doesn't have a covenant with God, Yeah, we do. Yep. And by coming in that mm. faith, that posture, that understanding, that giant um, will literally submit. So good. Because we're the one with the power. That's we're the, right. We're the one with the power, You know, with the superhuman power because we have the Holy Spirit yeah. and the covenant that we are uh, sustained with Him yeah. and through Him and by Him. And so anyway, go ahead.
0: No, it's such a great reminder of His covenant. And you know, we have so much to unpack in the story. And so I just wanna pause here for a moment and just say, I want you to be reminded of the covenant that you have with God. Mm-hmm. And you know, many times we forget, like Dina said, we forget about the covenant. Mm-hmm. We forget that His covenant is, is the thing, His blood is the thing that we will have forever covenant with him. So I think we should pause here for a moment and we're gonna pray and then we're gonna continue this discussion Mm -hmm. on the next uh, episode of Goodness Speaks because there's a lot to unpack in this story, but I just want you to remember the way that you fight doesn't have to be the way that the world fights. The Goliath represents the world system. Goliath represents the intimidation, the lies, all that's going on in our land and be reminded of who you are and your identity and who you are so that you can stand against facing the giant. We'll talk about uh, slaying the giant on the next episode, but today it's more about how do we face the giant in that moment, in that valley when we're standing. Are we going to be afraid? Or are we going to see the true perspective of who our God says that we are? So please stay tuned. Dina, thank you so much for Being on this first episode of Goodness Speaks, mm-hmm. but I think we have a lot more to unpack. Yeah, I I and yeah. I want to pray for everyone watching right now. Actually, I want you to pray for people okay. watching right now, if you don't mind doing that. About how do we position ourselves in our identity, mm-hmm. and be reminded of how we can face that giant in these times. And listen, God, God wins in the end. God wins, right? Mm-hmm. So we remember who we are in Him and standing in that authority. That really is what it's all about. Is standing in that authority. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Let's pray, pray or speak over the people
1: or do whatever you want Absolutely. to do. So, Lord, right now, mm-hmm. I just I want to speak into all the lives across the globe Thank you, Lord. that are facing things in their own country,
0: mm-hmm.
1: things that Rochelle and I may not be facing in our country right now, but, Lord, there are giants that they're facing that feel overwhelming, mm-hmm. very overwhelming. They are locked down in their homes. They can't move around. They've got family that are in, in hospitals. There are government decisions being made. Mm -hmm. There may be um, a situation that is in the home itself that feels like an overwhelming giant, like a financial issue. Lord, whatever Mm -hmm. the giant is, Father, I pray that you would place your 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 hand over the heart of the individual that is watching this right now, and that they would feel your supernatural glory moving through their body, and that you would remind them, Lord, that their giant doesn't have a covenant with you. Mm. They do, Lord. They can depend on that. They can rest in that. You, they can rely on that. Thank you, Lord, their answers don't come from men. Their answers come from you. Mm-hmm. And Father, I pray that as they open up maybe this story that you uncover nuggets to them that Rochelle and I haven't even mm-hmm. touched. Father, I pray for their hearts, I pray for their minds, I pray for their souls, I pray for their spirits, I pray for their whole being to just completely align to you today in the midst of whatever they feel like they're facing, Father, but that they would feel encouraged because
0: their covenant is with you. Thank you, Father. And it's in your precious name I pray. Amen. 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 You know, David knew how to corral the sheep and knew how to combat the wolves. Yeah. So I want you to be reminded of that today. Thank you so much for being a part of Goodness Speaks. Listen, tune in in two weeks from today. We're going to continue this discussion. Next week, we'll be talking about the perfect gift. So can't wait to see you next time. Thank you so much for joining in on Goodness Speaks. Bye now.